This audio recording is produced by Food Addicts in Recovery Anonymous, also known as FA. FA is a program based on the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. It is free and open to anyone who wants to stop eating addictively. The following is one FA member's story of recovery. The opinions expressed here are those of the individual member and do not represent FA as a whole. If you are new or uncertain about FA, we encourage you to listen to several stories to gain an understanding of what the program offers. For information on the FA program, please visit our website, foodaddicts.org. Hello. Welcome to October 2019 Food Addict and Recovery Anonymous Fellowship Convention Qualification Meeting. I'm a food addict from Taiwan, and I'm your leader for this hour. After a moment of silence, will you please join me in a serenity prayer? God, grant me the serenity to accept the thing I cannot change, the courage to change the thing I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Let me take a breath. <laughs> What a privilege to be here and using the second language to share my story about food addiction. And for people who cannot see me, just listen to MP3 or recording. Um, I'm 38 years old, and I'm five foot two, and I'm one ten pounds, which is equal 50 kilos. Um, because I come from Taiwan, so we using the kilos and centimeter. So I'm also a one sixteenth centimeter, which means five foot two. Um, I really come from a long way, and everything happened right now in this room at this moment is really come from God, from this program. Um, I could not do it by myself in the frontier. So I cannot go back to where I come from. Um, I live in Taiwan f- for my whole life. I think I was born a food addict, and I was not an easy kid when I was as a baby. My mom told me when I was three months uh, on my that three years three months birthday, and sorry three months, and my father take a photo of me, and I cry for three years every single night nonstop. And so I was not an easy kid when I was baby. And when I had a elementary school, and my grandma would give her grandchildren like pocket money、um, to buy the junk food. So when I get the junk food, I just went back to my room and have the food be my best friend. So I think that's how I cope my feeling, my loneliness. I didn't know anything about like I could not name any feeling. I just. I just want to go back to her room and be with the food. So I don't know what's going on with my head. You know, I I want to be the best students, and I will copy and mimic the top one girl, like how she sit, how she eating the meal. You know, just mimic the model. And I think if I do whatever she do, and I can get a good grade. And junior high school. I tell my mom I don't want to go to school because I was so terrified. I don't know how to handle the schoolwork, and then my parents they didn't know how to deal with me, so they asked me to see the school principal. I was so ashamed, and I don't know why I was so abnormal to the normal students. Um, 
high school, I will go to the school counselor by myself. No one asked me, you need to go to school counselor. So I went by myself. I really want to figure out what's going on with me. And so that was high school and university. I still went to school counselor. Even I have a very good boyfriend at that time, but I just don't, I was not happy at all. And when I graduated, um, because we have a family business, so I have no choice. So I went back to um, family, um, work for family, and I have my first salary. I still spend my money to the therapy. And of course, it didn't work out because I just don't know, no one know me. Even I, I try very hard to talk about my feeling to my friend, my family member, but they just tell me, Mandy, be happy. You know, you have a lovely parents. You have, you come from a very good family. Why? You, you think that way. And to be honest, no one wants to be unhappy. I want to be happy for sure. I want to be a positive girl, but I just couldn't. I just couldn't. So I just know something wrong with me because everyone say, Mandy, what's going on with you? You know, I start to question by myself, what's going on with me? And I'm a big trier. I spend a lot of money on therapy and whatever you can name it. Um, but back to the food, you know, the only thing I can deal with my feelings are using the food, which is my drug. And I spend a lot of money like buying the food and counseling or any other solution you can imagine, like self-help book. I even flew to India, tried to find a guru and think he can fix my problem. So I, I spent about like 20 days in India and, and different religions, you know, I, I come from Buddhism and I try Catholic, uh, Catholic, I went to a church, a temple, whatever you can think of. I'm a big trier, but nothing will go. So that made me feel much more loneliness. Um, I really read the book it, uh, in a big book. They talk about like when you cross a line, you just become an addict. And I don't know when and, and, and what's going on with me. Just, I just become an addict right away. So, I remember the the worst situation I have memorized. Like, I'm really a food addict. I really have a problem about the food. Is I eat a whole bag of like um, steamed rice, and I keep eating. I keep crying. I say, "Oh my God, how come I could not stop eating?" And that's a turning point. You know, I just become an addict. Every morning I wake up, I just think I want to get my drug, and I I didn't comb my hair. I I just wore the pajama. I didn't didn't want a bra, you know, I just went to a 7-Eleven or any convenience store or any store I can get my job. And I shop the food and I eat in the car and I just feel so ashamed, you know. I put a wrapper on my on my bag and carry the bag into my in, into my home and hide the wrapper on the, the, the bottom of the trash can. So my I think my family, they really know something going wrong with me, but they know I'm a big trier. You know, I try to find a solution, but it didn't work out. So my mom, she's so lovely. She's hiding the flour and sugar powder in our house, but I'm censored. You know, I'm food addict. I have censored. I know where she hide the food. <laughs> and I can find it. I can find it. And my brother will say, what's, where's my food? And, and I was so ashamed. I don't want to admit it. I just be quiet. And of course, that's me. And so my mom will kind of joking about, we have a mouse in our house, and that's me. And 
my compulsion was so strong, you know, I could not stop, and I even eat the frozen food, and I could not wait, I could not wait to get my drug. So there are a couple of few times I ate it with my mom, and my mom said, oh, I'm full. She can live peace of life food on her plate. I tell my mom and look at her very seriously, mom, tell me what do you mean you feel full? Because I'm an, I have never get it. I need to know, I, I, feel, I can feel physical, I feel full, but mentally I just, I need more, I need more, I need more. And I'm not a person I will throw up, I just keep, you know, keep eating, keep eating. And I could not have a good sleep, of course, I would sweat at night time with fear because I don't know how much food I'm going to eat the next day. And I was crazy food addict, you know. I was, I was first member um, at the gym. The gym was 20 minutes away from my home. In Taiwan, we have a small island, so 20 minutes, which is pretty far away. And I was waiting at the gym before 6, because the gym will open at 6 a.m. I was there 5.50, something like that. And I was first member checking the gym, and I worked so hard and exercise. And, and I even hurt my knee, but I, my composition said, you need to exercise, you need to exercise. So I went to the gym, I think constantly, probably like two months, nonstop. And that's crazy. And even the personal trainers like, talk to me, Mandy, you can take a, a day off. And, but I just couldn't. You know, my, my tell me, you need to exercise, you have to. So I exercised like manic and crazy. Um, so there are so many crazy things I did. And there are a couple of few times I look at a mirror and slap my face. I say, I hate you. I hate you. Why you could not stop eating? You have a good parents. You have a job and you are not homeless. Why you just could not eating? You have a like university degree and how come you just could not become a normal person? And I really want to become a normal person, but no, I just don't know. In Taiwan, people will say, oh, you, you come like some ghost in, in your body. So that's the reason you could not control yourself. So I try like Tao and I drink like very weird like aged paper and you burn the paper and put on the water, you drink it because they have a blessing from the God and it doesn't work at all. So I think that I don't really have a lot of saving, honestly, because I really try so hard to fix my problem. And thank you God for some saving and I can be here today. So um, there must be you know, miracle moment. I think everyone in this room, there must be miracle moment. To, for, for me, I found the FA is really a miracle moment. So I was very depressed and one day my my grand auntie tell me that she's gonna flew to North Carolina to visit her son. And do you want to come? And I think, yeah, that would be great. You know, free ticket and free food and I can relax in the States. And because in Taiwan, everyone saying, oh, American like heaven, like heaven. Mm -hmm. So yeah, for sure. And when I stay with my cousin, you know, I still like, like a, sneaky at the pantry at night time and um, you know food addict behavior still with me no matter where I am and so I talked to my cousin's wife um, I don't know why I start to open up I'm not a person I would talk about my shit right and I just I'm okay I'm I'm perfect and no one know how sick I was so I opened up 
to her. I think that's a God's moment. And I talked about I could not stop eating. And she didn't say anything. And a few months later, when she come back to Taiwan, she gave me another full-read program, like literature. So I read the book, and I contact um, that organization, and they tell me there's no fellow, no meeting in your country, but there's two fellow in China as an addict. You know, I'm a big trier. I bought a ticket right away. I flew to China. I met two American lady, and she told me about like another chapter program, and I tried it. But I don't get it. Like, what does the moderation? This could be moderate for me. That could be moderate. So I could not figure it out. And so I'm fail. And but still around the twelve day program. So I met one lady. She tell me she knows someone's working another twelve day program about food. Do you want to try? I say yes. I want to try. So I got her number, and she tell me she's working like、um, different food. You know, there are so many food. Recovery program in this world, so I try and I fail. And one day she tell me, "Oh, I found FA, the real FA." And she gave me a piece of paper, and I just pick a number, and I got my first sponsor.、Um, but I want to back a little bit. I read the FA great book before I making a phone call.、Um, like what I say, I, I. I have never studied in the state, so I read the whole FA grad book from the beginning to the end. And so, everyone, if you look at my FA grad book, you will see my FA grad circle a lot of vocabulary, and you can see the Mandarin on the on the slide. I study so hard on FA grad book because the reason made me study so hard because that's me. Every story in that book, that's. My story, and they have an answer, and that's really、um, give me a lot of hope. So I'm making a phone call. I remember I call my sponsor at a restaurant, and I tell her, "Could you be my sponsor?" I have no idea who she was, and I I don't know her story. I don't know any background of her, and she said yes. And but. When I was reading the FA story, there's one lady she mentioned about she's Asian American, and it turned out she's my sponsor. So that's a really God's moment. So it's not easy for me to do a program because I'm the frontier. I come like blind people. I don't know how people eat them, how they cook, how they go to the meeting. Holiday with a major meal. I just, I just like bring people, you know, do whatever. Someone just talk to me like on the phone call, and she, she want me to go to the AA meeting, and it's not re- it's not common like chapter program in my country. So, but thank you God, we still have an AA meeting I can go to. But each way door to door be three hours for my AA meeting. Thank you God. My consistently, I have never missed any meeting. Besides, I go to travel or, or I got sick. For six years, every single week, I'm not a person I can keep the commitment. But every program really keep me, you know, teaching me how to have a structure. When I measure my meal, four point or four point or not four point one is not three point nine. Just exactly. The amount my sponsor gave to me. 
So I go to my meeting and and I feel pretty weird because at that time there are not many women at that meeting and so I still just I just just do it. Just do it because I know I face my solution. So so I, I have no choice. I just do it. I I really I think I I was very, very desperate at that time. And my sponsor want me to like making three phone calls to people speak English. That's really terrifying. And I say, I don't know what should I say? My sponsor just say, just ask their experience. And I say, okay, but don't get me wrong. My sponsor, even she's Asian American, but she cannot speak Mandarin at all. So I really using very simple English and, and she get me. And I, I'm trying to think about those, some people like, you know me from my beginning and you know my, we talk for a while, for a long time since I come to a program, sometimes just think about like, when I talk to you guys, you know, I question myself, I don't know what I'm talking about. And I'm just, I'm just wondering, do you guys know what I'm talking about on the phone? And they just tell me, yes, Mandy, I got you. I know what you're talking about. And that's really a program, you know, that's really a God's, that's really a God's moment. Because we talk on the same language and, but I still have my fear down in security, you know. Do the people that really know what I'm talking about and the people kind of like me and I'm Asian and I'm the frontier, no one care about me. I'm making a lot of phone call and no one return my phone call, but I'm big trier. I try to like ask people how I can get a phone call and people say, oh, you just tell them you are in the frontier and please call me back. So that's really humbling, just ask for help. And I'm not a person know how to keep commitment to any relationship. So. I start have like coming phone call with people and some people they don't really feel comfortable but I tell them why I need that. Because first, um, different time zones it's really hard for me to reach out with fellows. And secondly, I really want to working on how to keep commitment. Even I don't feel comfortable on the relationship but I could be honest with you guys. So they say yes. And I think I'm being a program um, I joined the program in 2014 and I've been absent since then. So at the beginning, there's no like video phone call, but I think I start to do the video phone call like probably three years ago, I guess. And that's really helpful for the frontier because uh, not only helpful for the frontier, but also for me, like I could not, I, English is not my first language, so I can read the, their lips, read, uh, read their mouth. So, and I think sometimes phone calls are very hard because um, some people, they will speak very fast and then you be humble and not think I'm impolite. I would say, could you speak slowly or could you repeat again? And just really ask for help and not being ashamed to or pretend I know what you talk about. Um, so I think when I really think about like right now at this moment, I don't know I can have friends in my whole life. Um, there's still no fellow so far. Yeah, I got a sponsor two days ago when I get on the airplane. And, but I really feel lonely. But when I feel lonely, I just pick up a phone call and call the people and 
you guys just right there and support me. And and it really means a lot for me. I don't know how can I do this with you, without you, without this fellowship, without my higher power. And I'm thank you God for my willingness to willing to do as best as I can. Um. Yeah, there's so many things I need to feel grateful, and I'm grateful I'm not living in the hell because when I was in my disease, I, I really have a suicidal. So I even tell my mom, my brother, I want to kill myself. Because I don't know, I try so hard. I try to the 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 top one doctor who is very good in eating disorder, and he just put me to the therapy. And I need to travel like two hours to Taipei, which is the capital city, and to meet this therapy. And and she just could not get it. She just could not get it. She just want me to do a journal, like write down everything you eat, but. She just don't get it. But right now in FA, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? And it's free, and I don't need to spend a lot of money and and talking about my stuff and could not get any solution. Every time when I come to a convention, we saw the banner on the wall like food addiction. There is a solution. So yeah, another solution for food addict, for food addict, and. My solution as my understanding is my higher power, and the fellowship, and one percent of my my footwork. I need to be willing and need to be willing to do my tools, and be willing to take any uncomfortable um, suggestion, and just be willing to do what I need to do. So. Don't think about like Asian. We are we don't have like eating disorder problem or food addiction problem. We do have because in my past few years, I'm being a program. I got a lot of phone call from Taiwanese and they ask for help for like for their problem. And I can recognize they they are food addict, but even there are so many food addict in my country. But you need to be willing, and you need to be willing to do the program. And not just talk about the program. You need to take the action. So, yeah, that's a lot of miracle in my life. And I don't really have a. I love my dad pretty much. And、um, in my culture, you know, boys always like better than daughter. And I have two younger brothers, and I I can feel that I always want to compete and get more love from my 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 dad. Um, so. I turn out like invite my dad have like coffee date every week. It went pretty well at the beginning, but once in a while he kind of busy as on his job. But I really tell my dad I really enjoy the time have with you on the coffee shop. So we start to do that before I come to the convention. Um, so the relationship is getting better with my dad. Um, I think my addiction is on different level, you know, in different area. When I was kid, I just want to get find a boyfriend and get married. That's it, period. And I tried so hard, so I've been so many unhealthy relationship. And but after a program, um, I tried dating last year. I tried pretty hard, and I don't know. It's probably like addict, you know. Either I do nothing or I do too much, and it didn't work out. 
and I'm so content of the life right now I have. I'm not, I'm not like crazy about. I want to get a boyfriend. I want to get a boyfriend. I tell a lot of fellow who know me for a long time. Say, it's so weird. I don't want to have boyfriend right now. I just want to enjoy my life. Yeah, and I can feel. What's going on with you, Mandy? You really want a boyfriend in the past few years, and what's going on with you? But I know I pretty feel content of my life, and I know that I need to enjoy being by myself before I move on to a a, a relationship. Otherwise, I could be miserable, and the relationship won't go well. So right now, I kind of know what I like to do. I like I just mentioned, I work for my family. When I was twenty-five until now, I don't like it at all. I hope my father won't unhappy when he hear this recording. So I start to try to see what I like to do, and I just find it probably a few months ago about like decoder, like become the organizer. So this trip is mean a lot for me, not only for this convention, but also I gonna go to Marie Kondo workshop in November, and my father. He didn't support my decision at all. He gave me a lot of questions. Though, okay, what's your business plan, and where's your customer? And before the program, I was telling them, "Why you ask me this question? You know, it's kind of stupid." But I just tell my dad, "I don't know yet. I don't know yet because I'm honest. I don't know with my customer. I just tell my my father that I cannot try. You know, I I found that I pretty enjoy doing these things, decorate my house and." I love reading her book, and honestly, I think her book is very spiritual. So it's pretty connect about my program, so I can get it what she said in the book. So I tell my dad, I don't know, but just give me a try. I, I just tried it, and I, we, I will let you know when after the workshop. So that's a miracle. I, I just so grateful. I when I put the put down the food, I have much more. It's not clear head right away. Much more clear head. And I can face my problem, and deal with my life, and not use not using the drug. So, life is not easy for sure. Life is life, but I can deal with my life without my flour and sugar products. So that's a relief, and that's a real freedom. So right now I'm at the stage of my recoveries. I don't want to become a rich person. I don't want to like. Big family. I mean, I don't want to get married with unhealthy guy. I just really trust God. You know, God will put the right person on the right time. Even the sponsor, even the FM meeting. I just need to trust God. You know, God will put the right sponsor and put the FM meeting in my country one day. But the only thing I need to do is do my full work one day at a time and just do what I need to do. Um, in my early recovery, I tell my sponsor, "What I learned from the FA program, there are so many slogans. Easy does it, and the okay. I want to, I want to practice this slogan. The problem in front of you is no. I I think I'm wrong. The problem. I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about that slogan. So I tell her that there's so many slogans. That's in English. Can you tell me the one slogan you think is most powerful?" Slogan I need to remember, and she just tell me like gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. So like we read in the FA meeting format about food that we are very negative. So what's the solution? 
gratitude, right? So I just, I just try to focus, remember that gratitude can solve any problem, any negativity. So even my father, he didn't, he didn't support. I go to Marie Kondo workshop, for example. I just focus on gratitude. I mean, thank you God because my father, he really loved me, and he care about me, and he afraid I have some. If I become this professional organizer, I can have a like financial problem. So I just really focus on gratitude because he loved me so much. And before I come to no, before I come to Florida, I got a connect flight、um, in Seattle, and I was questioned by the customs. So I was, I was、um, took by him to the, to another room. And I was panicked because my next connect flight will be two hours, and I'm afraid I don't have enough time for my connect flight. And I was sitting there, and was panicked, and I just said, "God help me," and God help me. And I think about what the worst situation. The worst situation, I just, I just back. I need to fly back to Taiwan. I could not get into U.S. That's the worst situation. And when I think through that, okay, I just let it go. That let it go and really trust God. So the custom, he just asked me to the room, and he asked me like, "Why you come to the states so many times this year?" <laughs> Because I went to the business convention and went back home and come to、um, fellowship convention on Thursday. So I have too many like record and on American life, security, whatever government stuff. And because I'm single, so they they just wonder what's my Motivation come to stay so often.、Um, so I tell him about I come here for the food day convention, and he mentioned about what's the convention about, and I talk about FA, right? And he just mentioned about one of his cousins suffering the eat food <laughs> eating disorder, and I say, oh, that's God's moment, right? And then he asked me, where are you flying to? I say, I'm flying to Tampa. I say, hey, I come from Tampa. So that's regard. That's regard. Um, yeah. So I know God's working. I'm Buddhist. We I don't really trust God at the beginning, but my sponsor really helped me. Like this is not religion. You can create your own higher power, your own your own God. So that's how I create my my own higher power relationship. And before coming to this qualification, I was sitting on a quiet room. And I do a little bit quiet time for five minutes, and I kneel down and pray to God. And when I walk out of the room, I say, I just do this. God, come with me. <laughs> so some people will ask me, Do you do like making a draft、um, for this qualification? No, I don't draft. And whatever you hear is really come from God. And and I'm so grateful I'm here. And the reason I'm saying here is because I could die. I could die. I could kill myself. I really could kill myself because of this powerful disease. And and I'm looking for a lot of miracle in my life.、Um, I have never think about gonna live FA. Even I'm doing the program all by myself in my country. I know I have nowhere to go. And you are my people. You are my family. And I need to be here every year as best as I can. And I'm so lucky. Every time when I come to the convention, my grand auntie she support me my flight ticket. Honestly, I don't know why. 
And I tell her that you don't need to do that because even my parents, they don't, they don't pay me the air ticket at all. But my grand auntie, she, she's so lovely. And yeah, I have, I have a lot of angel in my life. Um, I don't know where this angel come from, but I really know that because it's program and I can look on the good and, and really focus on the gratitude. Um, Some people in this room, you mean a lot for me. Every time when you pick up the phone call, every phone call we talk, every single week, it means a lot. And I really appreciate your patience. I don't think my English is so good, even five years ago, but you just right there and you give me a lot of solution. I'm sure you need to put a lot of effort to try to know what many talk about. But every time you just be there, and every minute you spend with me, every phone call you return, every voice message you do, every video you do, even you tell me, Mandy, I'm not in a good shape. My hair, I didn't do my hair, but you still showed up for the video phone call. That's really mean a lot for me in a volunteer. <laughs> yeah, so I really hope that's really a gift from this program from my higher power. And we have so many people who suffer for the addiction in my country. Um, I hope they can get what I get from you guys. So, yeah, I will keep praying for another willing food addict in my country and really want this program. And hope one day I can invite you guys to my country. And please come, if you travel, think about Taiwan. <laughs> and I would love to host you because I really, so many people host me like when I come to the state. So please give me the chance to host you guys. Um, so that's my qualification. Please join me in a moment of silence and a serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the thing I cannot change, the courage to change the thing I can, and the wisdom to know different. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this audio recording. To hear additional recordings or to learn more about Food Addicts and Recovery Anonymous, you can visit our website, foodaddicts.org.